Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Second Estate. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour. And ha, surprise! <laughs> surprise! <laughs> um, we're not fully back. Don't get... No. To, we should, I just felt like a, that we should, have, we should say yeah, that's, that first. That's probably a good thing to start. This is not like a we're back thing. This is yeah. just us deciding to do a random episode because... Because we've missed we a felt, lot of things. We've missed a lot of things. Um, so this isn't going to be like a, a typically structured classic episode. It's just no. going to be we've basically gotten our favourite stories from the past three months. Yeah. Um, and we're just kind of raw dogging it as you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not really. right. We're free, free balling? Free yeah, balling. Free balling. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the that's f- – we're just, just going to see how it goes. Um. With the I, stories we've chosen, so for a little bit of context, like the reason that we decided to do this is, is Hannah and I were like texting. I can't remember which story it was about, but there was something when we were when I was away. I remember both of us texting, going, "Fuck, it would have been really good to do this on the podcast." Yeah. Maybe it was the Barbie movie. I can't remember. I don't um, think it was. I think it. I think it was like the. We definitely spoke about doing the Jonah Hill story yeah, because it I been had that. I had people. I've had. Over the past few months, people messaging me being like, fuck, I wish we could hear talk- you talk about this. Don't- the Jonah Hill one was Yeah, was I had the them. same, actually, weird, yeah. So I think uh, that was definitely one of them. And then also, like, the fucking um, Colleen Ballinger, some of yeah. the... There's yeah. just things that, like, we've just... We were oh, like, oh, was it Ariana it. Grande? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, we're well, going to talk about it anyway. We're talking about it today. We've got all of these things. All of these things we're talking about today, so... Yeah, we've got we've got some good stuff for you guys, um, and yeah. we just felt like I don't know, surprising you. No, we felt like we yeah. Had a- and like you said, what did you say the other day? You were like, it's our project, so we can do it. <laughs> we we can do whatever um, we want with it, even though yeah. we said like a big sad goodbye, lengthy three hour long goodbye, and yeah. then we're just like, hey, <laughs> hey, it's a just episode. So, yeah. So no, this is not a return. Please don't think this is going to be like regular us being back we programming. Just, yeah, we just felt like doing it. So. Yeah. Um, but and we can. What's been happening in the past three months, Sarah? Um, <laughs> what's up? Uh, I don't like. I guess not a lot and lots. I went. I went away, mm-hmm. as you know. I was. Um, you did big trip. In, yep. Big, went on a big trip. I actually How met long you a gone few for? of. Uh, like a month. Not that long. Um, some in for work. Some longer. some for pleasure. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I met a couple of listeners. Yes, Which you did. Which I feel like should like I met um Katie who you've met yeah. in Rome, yes. mm-hmm. uh, and that was lovely. Um, and then I also met Annie who was who's was traveling in Melbourne um as well. So shout out to you guys because finally uh, I mean and it was fucking not even chance meetings. It was like messaged being like they we realized that we were in the same place and that's how it happened. So I didn't even get the fun that Hannah got. No offense guys, it was great to see you. I just mean I didn't even get the fun that, <laughs> that Hannah got, which is being recognized yeah. in public. Um yeah. but it's fine. Not to not to not to worry. I still I got still lots of your recognized? time. Mm, I don't think so. And I think that ship's like Aww. well and truly sailed now because yeah, like that's true. it's over. Although like I mean I yeah, just I've like never, to think that it's because you're intimidating. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I people, so 
Yeah, you're like a because you're like a you've got re- actual celebrity power. Like people you're, are like too yeah, nervous maybe. to speak to you because you're actually you're kind of you've got star power. Like I'm too approachable. Like I don't. It's like they're like, oh, she's fine. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not <laughs> yeah, like talking, it's not like no, I have I like actual actual celebrity power. Do you know what I mean? That's how I like to. to think Thank about you it. for twisting it in that way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm oh, I'll take it. <laughs> um, I feel like maybe maybe oh. what you've been up to is more interesting because like I'm still at home in Melbourne. Um, same setup. Actually, wait quickly before I will say. I mean, I got the mics out because it's obviously been like since our last record. Yeah. I haven't got the mics out. Alfie immediately bolted to the front door and started crying because every time I would get the mics out to set up for the podcast when we used to do it like in person, Alfie would go oh and cry at the front God. door because he knew it meant Hannah was coming over, and he fully went and was crying at the front door for like when I was setting up for so long. I know. It's really cute. Oh my god, that's so sad. Yeah, it was really sad. Actually, it was really oh. weird. I had this like, it, it was such a. It, I felt like I was transported to like a sort of a, a yeah. bygone time. It was, it was so weird. Like I felt yeah. like I just went back in time for a second because it was like me with the mics and Alfie, Alfie crying at the door. It's so strange. Anyway, what have you been up to, Hannah? Well, I obviously moved to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah, so I am in Edinburgh, as I said I would be. Um, she wasn't yeah. lying. She didn't go to Dubai. I was, like. No, I wasn't lying. I was, I was telling the truth. Um, yeah, so it's been almost four months. Um, Fuck. Yeah, which is wild. Like, even when you were saying you'd been away for a month, I was like, that doesn't feel – like, it feels like I've been here for both a short and long time. Yeah. Like, time feels weird because, like, when yeah. you said you've been away for a month, I was like, I swear it was longer than that. But then I'm like, well, I've only been here for four, yeah. four months. But it's like, I don't know. Like, it's it's just a weird... I know what you mean. It's, a, it's definitely the most, like, bizarre... I've never done anything like this. Like, I've never yeah. moved countries by myself. I've never done that, let alone by myself. So it's been a very, um, very transformative experience yeah i can um, imagine what's been like yeah the biggest surprise both positive and negative about either either edinburgh or the move in general sorry is that too much of a like tricky question to just surprise have to answer no like what surprised you the most about it about the place just like i think bit it's been like everyone's really nice and welcoming. Yeah. Like I've been able to make friends quite easily. It's been like a very, that felt quite seamless. Like it's not been, I haven't struggled with that. I get, and I work in hospitality as well. So I think that's made it kind of a lot easier because everyone's yeah. super social. But I just think that, like it's not, I haven't felt isolated or alone. Yeah, that's which pretty, is that, like, I mean, that's kind of amazing which I moving think, countries. Yeah. I know. So I think I think it's been that. But I also think I wasn't sure, you know, when I first moved here, like I literally, I, I think I've told you this, but I was so like forward with people. Like one of my yeah, friends, no, Sarah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to my, of course, I immediately made a friend called Sarah. In yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like one of my closest friends here is called Sarah. Um, actually, two of my close friends here are called Sarah and Holly, which is very so funny. fucking weird. And, I know, but so shout out to my friend Sarah, but she, I, she was working at the cafe that I ended up working at. Yeah, right. And we literally met and I was like, do you want to hang out? Like, can I get your Instagram? (laughs) I literally did that to her. And then another girl who who I've made, have become friends with, who was like serving me at a restaurant. I was like, wait, that's, that's fucking amazing. I would never, I was just, I was drunk when I did that. But I, I, I think I just like. 
I when I when I the first week I was like I'm I'm making friends. Like I was so yeah, you determined just have to buy that I just I was just like I'm not none of this like oh no I don't, like I was just determined. I did not yeah. want to it to be. I did not want to feel like I didn't have community or like had met people. Yeah. And so and it's definitely paid off because I've genuinely made like I have a handful of pe- friends that I really you know. Just feel so sincere. No, it's like <laughs> nice to hear. I think it's no, nice I know. But like, I don't know. People haven't heard from us in a while, and you obviously moved country, so it's quite a significant yeah. thing. What's the yeah. thing that you like miss from home the most? Oh my like, god! Oh my god! Like it doesn't have to be like so not like people, because obviously, no, but like I've I just got, mean, I've got like a list of things. Oh really? Um, yes, I want supermarkets. 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 I can. I, I can just say Australian supermarkets. Oh, best in the unreal. world. Unreal. Sorry, yeah, they are. Like, I thought that you, like, coming, okay, in the city in Edinburgh, and I would say it's probably the same in other UK cities. I've only been to London and Bristol, but anyway, in Edinburgh, they're all, like, there's Sainsbury's, Tesco, and then, like, co-op, right? And in the city, they're all pretty much, like, express or locals, so they're small. Um, And they don't really have, like, proper vegetables. No, but not only do they not have proper vegetables, you just can't get everything that you need. Mm. Like you have to go to like I would sometimes have to go to three different supermarkets to find tofu. Do you know what I mean? Okay, that's like, fucked. It's like oh, I went to a big one that was sold out of tofu the other day, like a fairly big supermarket. Like, and I don't mean to shit on the UK because I fucking really love it here. Yeah, but there's just little things like that. Is like in an, in Australia, you can go to the supermarket and literally get pretty much everything you need, including niche things. Yeah. Um, but like, so, sorry, sorry, one second, half. Constru- Hannah, the chopping. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, keep going. Can you just like just dull it down? Just do it on a different board or something. <laughs> Something's never changed. <laughs> Alfie's Truly. gonna start screaming um, in a minute. Like, sorry, yeah. everyone. Also, no. contextual. I think everyone knows this, but my sister's name is also Hannah. That's what I was yeah, referring oh, yes, to. Another yeah, yeah. Hannah off mic. Okay. Yeah. Continue supermarkets. Sorry, supermarkets. Yeah, basically Australian supermarkets, amazing. Uh, the other thing is, um, I'm completely blanking on what this was going to be. Well, I was just oh, going to say the chemi- that- chemists, pharmacies, oh, are, they'll close at like five or six. There's no chemist warehouse. Like, yeah, you know, no you chemist, chemist warehouse, warehouse open until 9 p.m. Like 9 p.m. Yeah. 10 p.m. sometimes. Like chemist warehouse. Honestly, it's just the shops, like Chemist Warehouse, which you would not expect. Like you'd think the UK would be just as across this as Australia sure. is, but they're not. But ke- I miss Chemist Warehouse with a fucking burning passion. Like I yeah. miss things being open. Everything in Australia, at least Melbourne, is open late. Do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. things kind of close early here. Like you can't go to the chemist at 9 p.m. And I'm yeah. so used to being like, hmm, I need pads or like, I don't know, something Whatever. random. Yeah. And I just go to walk down to Chemist Warehouse. Whereas here you kind of supermarkets are open late but you can't get everything at the supermarket so those are my i like and i this shit this shit's on my mind a lot like i really i i would would be on my mind so much i will move i know that i will eventually move back to australia purely for the supermarkets like it's a big thing it's a big thing it is I, i have to say the supermarkets in italy were quite good. I, I actually really okay. rated them quite highly, mm-hmm. except for the fact that your fruit and veg, veggies, like loose ones that aren't like in a packet or whatever, you are me- you have to weigh and put a sticker on where you get them. So in the like produce section oh. of the supermarket. So we had them all so in a weird. fucking fucking basket, and then like went to the ca- 
Kashi and the Kashis looking at us and like obviously we don't speak Italian. It was just a big fuck around. Oh. And like because we hadn't put the stickers on and they're then like, they were like no and then we had to go back. Anyway, that's the only thing. But the supermarkets in general like – I remember Holly and I went to this massive, really fucking good one, and and they have alcohol in the supermarket, which is common pretty much everywhere except in Australia. Same I as think. here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so that was good, but yeah, the chemist thing, I can imagine, would be extremely annoying. Did you know, fun fact, mm-hmm. that um, chemist warehouse is actually owned by the Mario Brothers, like not the Super Mario Brothers, but like I'm pretty sure it's like two guys named Mario. They're really? not brothers, I guess. But anyway, oh. <laughs> honestly, that that like they got it right with Chemist Warehouse. Like, you they think did. that America's got it? No, CVS, no, Chemist Warehouse. It, like, sorry, it's amazing. Chemist, it's my favorite place. Like, yeah. I love Chemist Warehouse. Like, I genuinely, if you knew me, like, if you knew me in Melbourne, so you didn't. But like, anyone who like. Would spend twenty four hours with me. I'd probably go to Chemist Warehouse twice. Like no, I love your, that's your Vic Gardens. Like I'm in I'm in yes. Vic Gardens twice a day, and you're in yeah. Chemist Warehouse Chemist twice Warehouse. a day. But you know what's in in Vic Gardens? Chemist Warehouse. Exactly. Like, Kmart. I miss I miss Kmart as well. I will say Primark is the closest thing they've got to Kmart. Yeah. Now. And Primark's good, but came nobody does it like Kmart. Like no. sorry. <laughs> Why do our sorry, like chain businesses just fit so well? They're so good. Woolworths uh, and Coles. Like I'm a Woolies girl personally, but like, yeah. but like honestly, just and the, it's also just the fact that like you can be in Fitzroy, like an inner city suburb, yeah, and there will be a full supermarket, like multiple full size supermarkets. Yeah, but wide even lanes. If you go to like. Even if you wide lanes, but also the just like have everything. microwaves going off now. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> but even if you go to like an express, right? Yeah. Even that will probably be better stocked than like one here in. Yeah. Edinburgh. Anyway, I'm being such an asshole because no, I do I, fucking love the I UK. Back it. I back it. I think truly. No, Australia gets the balance right between um culture and convenience perfectly. Well, at least Melbourne does, I think. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So people listening to the, this like these fucking wankers going on about no, I don't markets, care. Like I will, I, like it's, it's actually a really important thing to lifestyle. If you've grown up with like good supermarkets, it's hard to yeah. look back. Frankly, like um, um sorry, keep going. I was talking to I have a boyfriend. Shout out Patrick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking. I try to explain. He hasn't been to Australia, so yeah. I'll try to explain to him. I'm like, you don't get like the supermarket thing. He's like. What do you mean? Like he'll often be like, what do you like? What, when I'm like, you know, chemists, they're open late. He's like, so? Like he doesn't because he's never like experienced. <laughs> well, I guess if you've it. never had it, like you don't know what you're missing. No, no. And he'll listen to this and be like, you're so annoying. But like, <laughs> like don't know, you don't know what it feels like to go to the chemist after seven. Like you don't get it. Like there's a diff, there's a di- a real different experience being in a chemist at eight thirty at night. You know what I mean? It's so fucking um, true, actually. With a security guard standing there staring yeah. at you. You know, like it's, it's kind of like a um, if- liminal space. What does that mean? Those spaces that like people, are, you know, like when you see like a photo of a space and it's like, whoa, I've been there. And often it'll be like a public pool, but it's like you've never been there, but in your head you feel uh-huh. like you've been there. Or like a specific hallway or something like that, like a liminal space. And that's what a chemist is at 8.30 at night. It's a liminal space. Like everyone's kind of been there. Yeah. Anyway. And I also think, you know how there's also This is some entertaining like- shit, guys. I bet you missed I know. us. I know. The, the, you know the, fra- the, the phrase, the other, um, I think it's called like the other place or the second place or something. There's like a, everybody has homework. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. And like, then, um, 
I can't remember what the phrase is. It's called like the third, third place or something like or that. Something, yeah. something like that. And it's usually like a, a community, like, mm, you know, for like a basketball a, court, a library or the yeah, mall yeah. or like, yeah, or like where yeah. you, yeah, exactly. A basketball court where you go and play, do sports. It's like the, the, the third space, something like that. Yeah. If somebody knows what it is, you can message us and tell me what it is. But anyway, for me, that's chemist warehouse. Yeah. Specifically, fact. specifically, um, the chemist warehouse on Brunswick Street in Fitzroy. I um, hate that chemist warehouse. What? I've I got stuff for, for you from that chemist warehouse before, actually. I have a really distinct memory. What have um, you gotten? <laughs> I think you had COVID and I had to go pick up some oh, prescriptions that for you. Makes yeah. sense. Oh, remember um, COVID? Wow. Yeah, fuck, how weird. Um, yeah, no, I think mine's just Vic Gardens in general, um, which makes sense because then I have access yeah. to chemist warehouse. Not the greatest chemist warehouse in Vic, Vic Gardens, but it does the job. No, it's not. I've been there. The thing about Vic Gardens, and I'm not going to like shit talk Vic Gardens because I know how much you love it, but it's not a full-fledged shopping centre. That's the best part about it. Is that what you like? Well, yes, because it's one, it's five minutes away from my house, so I can kind of just like stroll there for something to do, Um, which is cool. (laughs) I'm a pretty exciting person. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, But I can... One, it also has Chemist Warehouse, Kmart, Ikea, Food Court. Yeah. I guess if that um, – Toscano's Having a Kmart and a Chemist Warehouse. That's yeah, huge. And enough. Coles. And it has a really good fish shop. Me just like advertising. It also has a new Sunglass Hut kiosk. Cotton on, on Body and is Ikea. gone. It's got yeah. Ikea. Like Ikea and Cotton On. Ikea is – The fact that you can huge. just nip into Ikea is pretty yeah. – it's, no one can nip into Ikea. No. Ikea is usually a destination, you know, like exactly. the one in um, – Where's the other one? Springvale? In... Springvale, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, I and just feel like – you have to drive there. It's good because, like, if you go to somewhere like Chadston, it's heaving because it has so many shops and people go there for, like, the whole day, whereas Vic Gardens is more in and out job. And so it's not as busy, but it's got everything I actually need. So it's also got JB yeah. Hi-Fi, just saying. Oh, that's – that's – yeah, Okay. Sorry. And and a hair house warehouse. And I'm actually yeah. like, you wouldn't think how, how valuable hair house warehouse is, but I quite, I'm i a big fan of hair house warehouse because I often have to get specific things. Do you want to and segue then warehouse. into talking about your Oh, hair? fuck. I forgot I had yeah. to talk about this. It's actually okay. a good oh, opportunity. It is. So obviously for those who have seen my hair before, my hair obviously looks quite different. I, I mean, um, keeping in mind, I feel like half the time we would start recording, you'd have a different hairstyle, <laughs> like in the regular episodes. <laughs> Because so, like, that's so true, actually. Yeah. You can kind of see what it it's looks very like different take, now, it looks, though. Yeah, yeah. It's well, okay. So basically, uh, <laughs> so basically, um, a month ago or something, I went into. There was this girl. Uh, shout out to Demi from Medusa Hair in Edinburgh. Um, I basically big shout out. Yeah, big D. And um, that sounds wrong, but I, <laughs> I basically there's this like Facebook that. group. I know. There's this Facebook group called the Meadows Chat. You know how like you like you've got one three one two one or whatever in Richmond, right? Yeah, With yeah, the yeah, yeah. They're yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Facebook group. Yeah. For so the I was summer, my yeah. old coworker. Basically, the Meadows Chat is like the Meadows is like a, basically a park in a park, Edinburgh, and um, she posted doing free haircuts. Uh, she was obviously so it was a training day, and so some of them were like getting a wolf cut, like a shag, and yeah. I wanted to get one, so I was like, "All right." I'm I don't even know what a wolf and... cut is, frankly, but yeah. What basically what I have? It's the, yeah, right. The wolf a wolf cut is like the TikTok name okay. for what is traditionally called a shag haircut. So it's literally I'll take my headphones is, yeah. off so you can see. But it looks this. cool though. 
it's sort so of what is it? Just almost. a fringe with long, like you don't well, have layers. No, I have heaps of layers. So okay. they also okay. Me just so not understanding at all. It's really, really short. Like up here, the layers are quite short. But then oh, I see. see my I'm hair's sorry. Really yes, long. I'm with you. I'm with you. And then you have a fringe, and it's it's sh- basically shaggy. Messy okay, layers. I fully understand now. I'm not sure. Like, I think I was okay. having a stroke, but I'm with you. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so you were like, no layers. I'm like, no, 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 no lots, lots. Yeah, of layers. I, I, um, I've got you. I got basically, you. Basically, I got a wolf cut um, at, from Demi, and um, the manager was there, and he he was helping. He was training her basically how to do this cut. And then the next day, um, I got had a message on Instagram from. Levi, shout out to Levi, and she was doing a hairdressing competition in London, um, and <laughs> I have my hands on my face. It was anyway. so funny because when I sent you the photo, like the screenshot of yeah. the um, of the the like the message she'd sent me, I was like, oh my god, look at this! And you were like, is that a scam? Yeah, like a, it is a, a hair scam. Like, I, who's scamming? Oh, I don't know. Anyway. You're gonna get picked up the airport in human traffic. Yeah, like, like it's, it's sex trafficking. Yeah, uh, I'm getting human trafficked. Anyway, she needed someone to model for her because she's doing this hairdressing competition. So basically, this is why my hair now looks like this. It's been right. bleached, obviously. So and it's, a, co- it's a competition a hairstyle. Yes. And then so it's going to be cu- coloured copper. It's going to be like orange. Live at the copper. competition. Yes. And it's going to have like a yellow, a yellow like panel. I- I have no idea what it's going to look like, like truly. But you honestly just have to go in and be like, like when I, yesterday the owner, he was like, he was like, so are you happy for us to just do like, you know, are you happy with that? And I was like, I'm here now. Like, yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like I'm committed now. to this. So, and also like I sort of, at first I was like, I know cause it's an interesting thing. Cause I think people are pretty like squeamish about, not squeamish, but. Protective of their hair. Protective yeah. Protective of their hair. Right. Yeah. And. Obviously, I've changed my hair a lot, but I, at this point, I was like, I've kind of just want it to be long and brown. Like I'd sort of yeah, you're like I fucking can't that. anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then this happened. I was like, when is someone? When am I going to get a message again of someone asking me to like color my hair? And hair? Well, the whole experience has been very fun. Well, so, so wait, sorry. If we have any London, London. Uh, listeners based in London, could they go and watch your hair competition on? Is it this weekend? It's yeah, this Sunday. I don't think so. I don't oh, think it's like it's a, not open, open to, to the public. public. No, that's a shame. I don't think so. You have crowds like woo! <laughs> They're yeah. like dying there. <laughs> um, yeah. So drum so roll for the big reveal. Literally, but it sounds like it's like very like Project Runway vibes. Anyway, I'm pretty. Ex- I'm excited. It's all. It's been fun. Like yeah, I'm, I'm actually really the- intrigued to see what it's going to be like. Yeah, well, the whole thing. What is really cool is like it's been very cool to just be in the the experience like in the salon while they're all talking about it because I have no idea what they're talking about half the time. Yeah. And um like the whole it's very professional. Like they they had a stylist there yesterday and a makeup artist who told me what my 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 skin tone is and stuff. She's like at one point I had like three Wait, of them around sick. my hair. I want I want to she's, know that. She's swatching like Charlotte Tilbury foundation on my face and I'm just sitting there with like three people around my hair and I'm just like it's completely stock still. It was very funny. And then there's a stylist and he's like, because the, the vibe for the thing I think is like Studio 54 or whatever. Right. So it's going to be, I think it's going to look cool. So it's just been a fun experience, but it's very random. Like it's, it's very, so very random. random. No, I'm into um, it. I'm looking forward to seeing what the um, end result is. 
I am too. Well, I'm sure it'll, I'll be posting on Instagram on Sunday because yeah, true. I, I'm excited because it's so funny because like I don't really know. I have an idea, but not yeah. every time she's done my hair. Like when they did this yesterday, they cut the um, Paul, the owner. He like pulled yeah. my hairline from like, obviously it usually starts like here, but he pulled all of this Hannah's hair pointing forward. to her, the, her like sorry forehead. oh yeah you can't yeah. see but all of my for- hair forward and started cutting and i was like oh my fucking <laughs> like do you know what i mean like oh, you i just... would burst into tears i reckon i don't think i could do it like i'd just be so scared you have to just completely throw surrender. caution to like, the wind truly. yeah yeah this is mm-hmm. true and yeah. so when he was doing it i was like this could turn out like i was just in there like oh my god and like you just have to trust the process because i like the cut now yeah it looks looks cool now yeah cool when it's styled as well anyway that's the story very Um, random but should um, we should should we start talking about things because we've got quite a few things we're gonna cover we're not gonna do them like in as much we'll just see kind of yeah where the wind takes us with them so sorry like i've been go ahead Yeah. yeah I've just been very like scant with notes. Like I'm really going on vibes here. Yeah, it's so. major, major vibes. I've done. Mm, well, I never really used to do research. If we're all being honest with ourselves. Oh yeah, no, uh, I've done. I've done a bit. Yeah, on but the a more lot of these stories, ones. I was. I a lot of these stories, I was already well versed in anyway. Well, like this first one, reason- I'm really gonna be. It's it's gonna be a lot of a handball to you. But sh- should we should we I, I should we do it? it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so the first it. one is Colleen Ballinger. So. If you've been on the internet in the past three months, you pretty much cannot have missed the, the Colin Colin Ballinger alleged grooming scandal. So I just burped. Sorry, what's new? Um, this is a <laughs> this is a very multifaceted story. So I'm not going to go too deep into this intro because literally so much shit has happened with this. To give a quick summary, though, a few years ago, Adam McIntyre, who is a 20 year old YouTuber, um, he accused. So when he was 17, he accused Colin Ballinger of basically being inappropriate with, with him as a minor. This included like her essentially like having an intimate relationship with him online where she would share stuff about her divorce and her personal life. Um, when but he not was intimate, in sexual, just saying. No, no. Well, yeah. yeah, but also stuff like there was, there were group chats. Well, hang on. So she, he basically Sorry. accused her. No, no, you're fine. He accused her of basically like, also, she sent him a pair of lingerie as a joke as part of this live stream thing um, and also, like, got him to start running her Twitter account and giving him her creative ideas and stuff and didn't pay him, said she was going to pay him, didn't, um, and just was had a very, like, personal relationship with him when he was, like, I think th- 12 or 13 um, that was, like, of an explicit nature in terms of how she would speak about her life and divorce and sex and stuff. And so he did this a few years ago. Essentially, she didn't. She had this apology video. Somebody else, this person called Cody, came out and like basically made um, discredited him. Anyway, this year, so three years later, another this person Cody um, came out and said some fairly damning things about Colleen, including her being in group chats with minors where she would share stuff about her divorce. So Co- Cody and- originally denied the whole thing and has now come out and said actually it's true. Yes. Because obviously, yeah. yeah. So And Cody is like 30, like too old to be a Colleen Ball- a Miranda Sings fan. But anyway, mm. um, or at least, yeah. And like saying that Colleen Ballinger had been like, she, I think I think she they shared screenshots, right? And yeah. it was like Colleen Ballinger had sent 
just all these this group chat called the Weenies, where Colleen Ballinger is friends with all these like thirteen year olds in this group chat, sending stuff of like talking about a divorce to Josh, her ex husband. Yeah. And like also just sexually explicit stuff. Like she would, she got everyone to like send her photos of them, like putting tampons in their mouths and taking them out. Just like weird shit. Also allegedly, this is all alleged because I don't know what, what, anyway, obviously none of this has been proven in a court of law. Court of law? Yeah. Allegedly. All this is alleged. Um, this also then s- snowballed into this huge cancellation. That's like, there's been all of these other people who have come out of the woodwork. Uh, also her, her best friend, Corey DeSoto has been accused of stuff. Her brother, Trent Ballinger has been accused of stuff. You know, when um, Trent Ballinger's involved, it's serious business. Facts. Um, so yeah, th- that's just like the tip of the iceberg with this story because it's, there's so many details. Well, um, Trisha Paytas so, got into it and yes, whatever. She, yeah. Also, it turns out that. Johnny, this other bloke who I won't even go into, basically shared screenshots where Colleen Ballinger was allegedly sending him and Adam McIntyre, this other guy, photos like from and videos from um, Trisha Paytas' OnlyFans account and like making fun of her body and yeah. saying shit. Even though Colleen Ballinger and The Road, if you were like a random person coming no, into this. No, I like, reckon some people may be having what? aneurysms from this. Okay, I'm trying. Uh, no, you're so doing a very good job, but it, it's fully like the level of sort of like niche. like a niche and internet and also just like partially ridiculous re- like parts of it as well. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's insane. You have to have it. You have to be very, I think, internet literate. Mm. You have to be me basically to get it. Like truly, because it's- not only to be internet literate, but so deeply interested in YouTube mm. culture and you, people on YouTube. That you understand the ins and outs of this. I also, just as like a disclaimer, I was a big Miranda Sings fan. Yeah. Do you remember this? Yes, of course I remember because for your birthday one I year. Dressed I dressed up you, as her. Yeah, I got you tickets to go see a show for your birthday one year, remember? When we were in high Why school. Why didn't we see? We didn't we see We did her. see her. We saw her at the Melbourne Comedy Festival when we were like 17 or 18. We saw her at the town hall. I can remember it. Yeah. No, we didn't. We, did we not- did. My sister just walked past and said, yeah, you did. We saw her. <laughs> anyway, I, we did. I we have did. no memory of that. Yeah, you well, and I, I like, went and saw her. Hundred percent. I can tell you where we were in the stalls at the Melbourne Town Hall. Yeah, I have quite literally no memory. Of we, that. we were. Yeah, it was when you were like, like, or like, sort of just after, like, you were really big into her, but like, you were still into her. Yeah. Because I was specifically into her at like 14, 15. I think we were a bit old. I think we were like 17, 18 and we were, we were like probably the oldest yet and I think we were both like a bit over it by that point. But I did find her funny yeah, in the original conception of the idea. I thought it was pretty funny at the well, start. Well, see, it was. Yeah. It was funny in its – I think – so it would have been like 2012, which I think was probably yeah. the peak when I was yeah. into her. From like 14 to 15 because I remember when I was 15, I dressed up as her for I think some – School we must have had one of those women's days at, yeah, work, yeah, at yeah, school yeah. where we all dressed up as like an inspirational woman and I dressed up as Miranda Sings. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's, I just wanted to say that because I was a big Miranda Sings fan. So this is also like specifically interesting to me because you I have was a, a fan yeah. as a kid and as a teenager. So anyway, because what also what's happened with her humour and every and comedy is that like I think it started as funny. I remember seeing a video of her with a YouTuber called Daily Grace. Mm-hmm. Grace Helbig, and it was when you couldn't really tell if it was a character or not. Yeah. 
And I remember finding her so funny and it was so clever because it was sort of at this time in YouTube where you just couldn't really tell if it was, it was weird. Like you couldn't tell if it, it was a real person it, or exactly, not. Exactly. Which it is like bit, the, the best part about it was that. Exactly. And when she exploded and it evolved and the character became more and more extreme, I think the humor became more and more insane and vulgar. And, and like juvenile. And juvenile. Exactly. The humor yeah. became juvenile rather than clever. Yeah. Um, and now as part of this scandal, there's all of these videos coming out that show kind of how sexually sort of ch- charged so much of the humour was, even though her audience is children. Yeah. Um, but I think her audience got younger as the years uh, went I on. think so too. I also just think so, like it's it wasn't – I think like the laziest type of kind of comedy is that sort of crass – that just going for the crassest joke, going for yeah. the sort of like um, – you know, making like it's like how everyone always says like a dick joke is like lazy comedy because it's the easiest joke to make, uh-huh. and I think like that's kind of what the character sort of like ended up being. Um, yeah. And it was just like, I mean, to me, the greatest crime of that character was that it wasn't funny. Um, but yeah, like honestly, I just feel like like I don't think that she is a fucking groomer or a whatever. I just think she was a fuck. I think she was a loser who spoke to her fans. Um, and had a sort of lame, crass sense of humour and wanted like an ego boost from like talking, you know, getting like that sort of attention from talking to her fans. And yeah, it was probably like a bit inappropriate, but I don't think she was in there grooming people. I think that's a pretty insane allegation to make. Um, I just I reckon. D- disagree with you. Really? Like, yeah. Because the more you get into this and the more you get into the way that she was speaking to people, because, like, when you really think about it, some of the things she was actually saying and sending to children, like, it's insane for somebody in their late 20s, thir- early 30s to, like, be having multiple relationships with kids and also, like, sort of asking them to, like, do stuff and say stuff that's, like, of a sexually explicit nature. I just think it's you. it's easy to go, oh, but she was talking to her fans and it's weird, but I genuinely think that she's probably a f- not, like... Even the way you see, like, from what people have said, what Trisha Paytas has said in the podcast she was doing with her and what her ex-husband has said, I reckon she's, like, quite a nasty... I think she probably is quite a nasty person. I completely agree. I just don't... But I think the grooming allegations, especially with this Adam McIntyre kid, like, I I think that... Not grooming in the... In the tradi- I guess what's hard with grooming is what's the definition of the word, right? And, and yeah. tr- typically tr- grooming is deemed as something where somebody's tr- as a Trying kid, to get a kid to are, have sex with them. When they, especially once they get older. They control yeah. the It's like manipulation and control until when they get older they'll have sex with them. And they'll feel beholden to that person, right? I don't think she was trying to have sex with any of these kids. Like I don't think it's of that yeah. nature. I don't think she's like an actual, you know... She just wanted them to fucking like revere her and think she was. But I do le- think that she's something. had relationships with with kids that have like fucked them up a bit, and really, whether or not you want to call, yeah, I think so, hundred percent. Mm. All of these, like, all of these, this girl coming out and having when she was on stage when she was a, when she was like a kid or a you know a young teenager basically a tween, and she was wearing this like small little romper and like having her legs spread on stage and shit. It's just things. I think she was. Wait, irresponsible. The, the child was doing that or Colleen was doing that? Colleen Ballinger had this yoga segment on her show where she would like oh, right, right. get someone on stage who was 
Yeah, it's and just... like spread their legs apart. It's insane. Yeah. But like I think that, you know, maybe you don't want to call it grooming, but I do think that she's genuinely caused harm to people, um, to young kids, and also should not be should not have been like sending porn to kids. I just think it's it's really that... weird manipulative shit. Like I just I just think she's not not well. Also her brother No, I think I gen and I totally get you wanting to sort of be like to play it down a bit because I know people can be quite like Alarmist. extreme with the way yeah. That, yeah and I don't disagree with that but I do I rec like from everything I've seen and I do know the ins and outs of this I, yeah. I do feel like she's and this is all alleged but I do think that she I I, I, I yeah. agree with what you're saying in that I do think she's probably a manipulator I think she's probably someone like I mean, I fucking hate like saying this word, but like a narcissist in the way that like she covers attention yeah. and like co- needs to like, yeah. and there is a mani- control um, everything and everyone. Yeah. And there's a controlling, uh, she sort of um, guarantees herself that uh, attention that she like craves and needs to function by effectively manipulating her fans into sort of, and like in, almost embarrassing them, but like, you know, like, in the way that like maybe a high school bully does the same thing where it's like the more yeah. that they like uh, sort of flex and I think like uh, from an adult to a teenager like flexing like a sort of sexual um, humour over them because you're like more experienced and funnier and older and whatever is mm-hmm. like I, I agree it's fully manipulation I just like feel like sometimes the um, like reactions to things on the internet are so intense like i think calling someone like a groomer or a fucking pedophile or whatever people say i think it's so crazy to say that shit um and one other thing that i did really think is like people's reactions to like the trisha thing i was like this is so ridiculous because the same people who cancelled trisha paters literally Mm -hmm. like probably probably realistically 48 hours prior for something were now like, Trisha doesn't deserve this. This is yeah. fucked up. Like, and I'm just like, guys, like, please, this is so insane. The Trisha thing I don't think is as much of a sin because let's be honest, it, like if I had access to Trisha Paytas OnlyFans, not that I'm friends with her, you and I sending it back and forth would have been saying like, this is fucked up. Like if we were sending each other Trisha's shit from OnlyFans. Totally, but I think with the caveat there that one, Trisha, Colleen is friends with, was friends with Trisha. Yeah. Like that's pretty nasty to be like friendly, friends with someone and like spend time mm. with someone. And to, I just mean, it's like it's really It is mean. mean. Fully. But, I reckon she's probably just mean. But yeah, I just think it's more like I can imagine doing that with a celebrity or somebody you don't know yeah. when it's your friend. And then beyond that, I think what's, gross about it is her doing it and sending them to like people who are underage it's just oh i thought she was sending them to her friends i didn't realize she was sending it to no she was sending it to two there's two of them adam mcintyre and johnny silvestri who has now been discredited this is the other thing is johnny silvestri came up with all these allegations against josh and it turns out he was allegedly making it all up basically oh my god I can't. this guy's bonk well see that's the other thing right is he's there's it when people is have any such extreme it is. He's just. This is the thing. It's like when people have, when when we believe stuff completely, you know, without, yeah, without doubt, then there's opportunity for this stuff. But this YouTuber called Swoop, who made has made like documentaries about this, basically oh, made this whole thing being like this guy's lying. The rest of them aren't, but this guy's lying. Which See, is yeah, like it makes it so tricky. Like the the it does, accusation but I kind of culture. Yeah, 
It does, but I do think it's why with this stuff you can't, you gotta like, but, and I think it's what you're saying with the word grooming, like it's difficult to know what her intentions were because she was just doing weird shit. Mm. And I just think the fact that it was with not her, just her fans, but like kids, that's where it just, it's like, why are you messaging? One, I think she's messaging children because she can, um, it's much easier to make kids do and say what you want them to do and say. I think and to also like they like not make like, them. They froth her. Like they like fucking yeah, exactly. obsessed with her. They're her fans. So, like, yeah. Exactly. Whereas if she was doing that to grown adults, they're going to be like, this is a bit fucking weird. They're just you know? not going to be she like, can... who are you? Yeah. So, but I, I do, I just think, I think that it's, I don't think the reaction is inappropriate because I do think that she, and the way she's responded to it, obviously well, we have I mean, got toxic gossip train, but the ukulele shit. Like, why did she insane. do that? I, it's when it came out, when that video popped up on my TikTok. I think someone sent it to me. I can't remember who it was. Sent it to me, and I was like, "How? That can't be real!" Like, I genuinely watched it, and I was like, "That's not real." It was my old the, flatmate. For, actually, for, flatmate for, for those me. who don't know, her apology video when all this shit came out was her Everyone playing knows. a ukulele. I, I don't know, but playing a ukulele, to, like singing I know her all apology. The words. Yeah, and the song was called Cossip, Go, uh, Toxic Gossip Train. Um, it's and, actually called High. Sorry. Oh, yeah, well, the video was called High, High full stop, stop or, or was there a full stop? High full stop. Yeah, I thought so. All lowercase? I actually, when it came out, no, no, there was like upper cap. Oh, okay, cool. H. When it came out, me and my flatmate, like, I was literally walking around the flat singing it. It was stuck Toxic in my head. Like, I know. Gossip train. Gossip train. <laughs> Bound and down the tracks of manipulation. The toxic gossip That train. is the part that really solidifies that she's a fucking loser. Because, oh, yeah. like, doing that is so bizarre that I'm like, well, you really do need, like, maximum attention all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy. Um, um should we move yeah. on? Because we've got quite we a should. lot to get through. Yeah. Um, and it's been 40 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. At least we okay. don't have to do clips. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I'll be listening to this. So. Yeah, neither. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Sorry, not Sorry. I've okay. already experienced it myself. Yeah. So. We used to have to listen to the episodes. Like, I would listen to them twice back every week. So I just want you guys oh. to know how bad that was. Um, okay. I hated having to listen to oh. them. I'm like, I already... I, really, I, I was there. Like, I don't and need to you're like, to Oh, it. God, I explained that so badly. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so the... Can I actually say one thing before we move on? Yeah. Ride the podcast. Oh, fuck. It's brilliant. It's the best podcast yeah. ever. Like, it is listen so to Ride, guys. Funny. Everybody listen to Ride. Like, it's, we've spoken about it before, but it literally makes me cry with laughter. It's same, so funny. Anyway, same. It's brilliant. Okay. You, no, no, that's okay. So the much anticipated Barbie movie came out a month or two ago at, um, to the biggest press run of all time, I think, uh, starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, and a host of other famous people in seemingly unnecessary cameos. We never got the opportunity to discuss this movie. So we will now. Hannah thoughts on Barbie. So I, I think we have similar thoughts on it. I think so too. Yeah. I, with my feelings when I saw it were that I wished that it had been more the best part because everyone was talking about how Ryan Gosling stole the show, right? Mm. And it, it was because his bits were so funny and camp. Like I thought, I thought this, I loved the visuals. I thought it was funny. Like it was really, really clever and funny. And um, especially Ryan Gosling and the Ken I bits. Agree. Like I thought yeah. the bits with about like, 
patriarchy and when he found out that patriarchy had nothing to do with horses, he lost interest. Like, it was so funny. Like, I really, really enjoyed the concept and the acting was fantastic. It was funny. But it really did, and I hate saying this, but it did really lose me once it tried to start making its point. Yeah. And, like, as soon as, it just, I just felt like it was clunky. It wasn't that I didn't like the point they were making. I agree. It just, I literally remember sitting there and going, Oh, I'm like, I'm not in this anymore. Like you've lost me. And yeah. I appreciate that. I think for some people, this would be a really powerful and transformative experience. I know people found it really emotionally moving and I don't discredit that that's how some people received it. But I genuinely, even when America Ferreira was giving her speech and when, when Barbie was saying, I don't feel pretty anymore. Like I just started, it just started dragging for me. Yeah, And I just didn't feel that, I didn't feel moved and I hated yeah. that because I was like I wanted to fit, to be moved by this movie because I was so excited about it and I enjoyed so much of it. Yeah. But yeah, that was – I hate that that's how I feel about it. But No, I, I felt yeah. the same way. I felt like it stopped – it wasn't – it stopped being a story and I think it, the reason maybe why Ryan Gosling's character resonated is because he had like a genuine arc as a character. Well, I mean I know you could yeah. probably argue that Barbie did but – but like, I feel like it stopped being a story and stopped being like, sort of just like represent. It's it it stopped being representative of what it wanted to say and a story that sort of um, touched on thematic things of what it wanted to say and just started being only the themes, like point yeah. blank, super heavy handed. And like, yeah. I literally felt like I was watching a movie for like a child. Like it was like yeah. fully spelt out for you in every single scene, uh-huh. like spelt out to the point where they had voiceover, which I took massive issue with especially the voiceover that came in when margot robbie's talking about how she feels ugly as barbie and then the voiceover literally breaks the fourth wall of the film and goes we shouldn't have cast margot robbie if we wanted to make this point back yourself back your fucking movie what do you mean thank you oh my god i literally when i came out of the cinema with patrick i that was the the first thing i said i was like as soon as they did that, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, it's like you've watched it back in post and gone, yeah. that doesn't work. We've got to put it, we've got to suddenly yeah. break the fourth wall. I'm like, hang on, what? Who Why cares? Are you doing that? I know. I don't like, care. Was- I believe you. Exactly, yeah, I exactly. Told- that, I hated that. I totally I agree. Yeah. I, that, and that's the whole like problem I had with the whole film is it just like I felt like the entire movie – the film spent the entire time like responding to assumed criticism it was going to get rather yeah. than back backing the argument it was making. Uh-huh. Like you can't like you can't you can't just spend your story going, "Oh, but people are going to say, well, Margot Robbie's too pretty to make that point." Or people are going to say like, "Why aren't there diverse Barbies?" Or people are going to say like, "The I don't know, women have to do this, but they also have to do that, but they also have to do that." So we're going to literally say in the script, word for word, every single possible argument for and against our yeah point so that there can be no like I don't know backlash to this it was just like I felt like I was it was like a Instagram infographic of a film 100% it was just I was so sad because like I actually found like the elements of of story and like campness and the singing and whatever really fun and they could have just told a story not a like TED talk I don't know it was bizarre I think I understand that they wanted to make a point, but I feel yes. like they could have made it in a way that, like you said, still lended itself to the story yeah. and did it in a way that was more nuanced. Not yeah. more nuanced, actually. I think done it in a way that was just more natural and wasn't as so spelt out. Like, yeah. so it's like show, don't tell. Yes. You know 100%. what I mean? Like it felt yeah. like we were just told. Yeah. And 
I, I know that some people's response to that criticism is, oh, well, not everyone is just because you're already aware of um, like all of this feminist yeah. discourse doesn't mean everyone else is. Some people need it spelt out for them. Uh, but I still think they could have made the point in a way that everyone would understand and be moved by yeah. without it being so like heavy handed. Well, um, if you think about like, this is such a random example, but like The Wizard of Oz. It's another movie that is mm-hmm. literally quite a camp, colourful, singing yeah. and dancing movie, right? The theme of that movie, they basically do say it at one point, which is there's no place like home, right? Like that is – but like there is a fucking story that illustrates yeah. that there's no place like home and that Dorothy needs to make that realisation herself. At no point in the middle of the film does Dorothy stop down and the fucking Glinda has a big speech being like, you know, sometimes homes are little – Little things, sometimes they're big tents, sometimes yeah. they're castles, sometimes they're da-da. It was just like, I don't know. It was yeah. just like you can live in a tiny home and still be happy. Like it, it's, I don't know. It was yeah. just, I was like, just tell I a agree. story. Like fucking hell. Anyway. I, um, so, anyway. I, I, I really agree. And it's, it made me so sad, I think, because like you said, the campness that was so funny, mm. the singing and dancing, the reason I 100% agree because people are like, oh, Ryan Gosling stole the show. I'm like, that's not because Ryan Gosling is better than Margot Robbie yeah. or because – but the thing, it's because Ken was given more to work with. Yeah. Like they could have made Barbie, they could have given her more and not made her have to shoulder this burden of like. For being a vessel almost. Ex- like, yeah, yeah. Like they could have given her more of a character arc and made Barbie more interesting yeah. if they'd wanted to, but they didn't. And it's, it is really unfortunate because it had so much in it that was so funny and so camp and so enjoyable to watch. And there was just the, a point, I think, where it really took a turn and it yeah. stopped working for me. It almost um, seems like they changed it quite heavily, like in post. I'm not sure. It was, it was really I weird. agree. I'm yeah. like, I feel like I want another version of that movie where the, it, it has a different ending. Like, yeah. Or not different ending, different but like a third act. Or yeah, I want the third yeah. act just changed. Just, yeah. I've got some points I want to make, and I feel like the movie would be perfect if I agree. they did those things. So I agree. Yeah. All right. Should we move Next? on? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, fuck, this is going to be long. So, episode, I mean. So, basically, we'll probably start getting quicker now, but um, (laughs) Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, they just recently, I think in the past week, sent reference letters in support of Danny Masterson, who was their co-star on that 70s show, like 20 years ago, whenever it was. Um, He has been convicted of rape on two counts and sentenced to, I think, it's 30 years to life in prison. Yeah, big sentence. These letters that they wrote were intended to basically allow lenience for his sentencing. And I, as far as I can tell, I think that they thought it, they were just being sent to the judge, but yeah. they were obviously made public. Um, and so when people saw that, people were extremely upset because in the letters they were talking about what a great guy Danny Masterson is and how much of a big effect they've he's had on their lives and that they don't think that, that his daughter should have to grow up without a dad, all of this stuff. Um, and people are upset because he's literally been convicted of rape, drugging mm. and raping women. Um, and people are upset because they are essentially backing him when he's done these horrible things. Yeah. Um, and they've had to make an apology video. And yeah, where do you want to? Another, another apology video. Um, well, I think well, when <sighs> I, it's fucking hell. When I first like read it, I didn't really know the ins and outs of it. And I thought that mm-hmm. they'd written him a letter like to do with his trial as in like he'd been brought he hadn't been convicted yet um, mm-hmm. and they were doing like a um, like 
character, uh, character reference to be like, no, we swear he's a good guy, rah, rah, rah. And like that at that part I was like, oh, a little bit empathetic to them because I thought about it in my – if it was in the situation, in the same way that like if any of my female friends said to me, this ha- I was sexually assaulted – you would want you would want to have the same like belief if one of your male friends was like I did not sexually assault this woman like can you write this character reference for me and that's like mm-hmm. so initially I was kind of like I do have some like understanding of maybe what the interpersonal like that human dilemma of being like this is our friend and he's saying you didn't do it and went rah. but when I found out that he had been convicted like fully convicted evidence on the table rape drugging and raping some two women and they still did it I just like. I mean, my but this is an awful thing to think first off. But I was like, who the f- like who the fuck advised them to do this and let them do this? Do they not have lawyers? Was no one like, what are you doing? Well, I reckon they. I'm not. I don't think that anyone thought it was going to be public. I, I don't know how these have been made public, but I think that's probably they would never have done it if it was going to be made public. I it, don't think. Yeah. Um. But like, isn't it like yeah. isn't anything in a court usually pu- public? I don't know. I don't, like. I think I don't know. I, I don't know, but I think well because I haven't. I'm sure celebrities have done this stuff before, and it's never been never made this out. public. Um, I'm not sure what the, but it, I think it's like it is an interesting thing because there is this. It actually happened also in the Colleen Ballinger thing where JoJo Siwa has just come out in defense of her. But yeah. I think it's like people need. It's to a little bit different when just, you're being convicted of. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's not what I mean. What I no, mean is... No, I know. Obviously, you're not conflating I the just, two. Sorry, keep going. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm not conflating the two. What I mean is more that just because you know someone and that person's been good and nice yeah. and kind and good to you, it doesn't mean that that person isn't capable of doing horrible things to other people. And yes. I think it's very difficult for people to... When you know someone so well, if you think of someone who's one of your best friends who's such a good person and has done so much good for you in your life to know that they are capable of doing something so horrible to other people it would be very difficult to marry those two things together like it would be really really hard to like from what they've said he's obviously been an amazing friend to both of them yeah but somebody who's an amazing friend can be capable of drugging and raping women and that's a fucked up thing to have to like come to terms with exactly um, i like yeah that's why sort but, of what i was like that empathy that em- strain of empathy i'm like that pre-existing positive yeah. relationship you would want to like instinctively be like no no obviously they couldn't yeah i just think but that they fucking... should have known better yeah than to allow that those feelings because not only did they go okay i understand that struggle right to, to process 100%. those things but to then go a step further and just like dig your heels in and go, like the man yeah. has been convicted of raping and drug raping two women, like he, like pretty it's, heinously it's, as well. Like it's like yeah, yeah, it's not he's not. And I think what's bizarre about their letters, it's not just the fact that they wrote the letters, but what was in them is like them being like he's lived a drug free life. He's you know he's a really good guy and he he shouldn't. Um, his daughter shouldn't have to live without a father. It's like the, his, that daughter's father raped two women. Like he's yeah. done this horrible thing and he's been convicted of it. So it's, I just think I understand the struggle of marrying those two things, but to then, I, what I think is Danny Masterson is a Scientologist. Yeah. I was going to say it's huge, got something to do with the Scientologist church. A huge part it? of this whole thing is that like the women who have accused him were also I think formerly part of the Scientology yeah. church. Yeah. One of the mothers of one of the accusers 
basically won't speak to her daughter anymore because she has they've slandered the Scientology church. Yeah. I think Scientology is a full-on cult, right? But Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are like not officially Scientologists, but there's photos of them at Scientology events with him. Yeah, right. Um quite a few. So as much as I'm like people want to celebrate celebrities and you know think they're these good people because both of these two have done work for you know victims of abuse. Yeah, but Ashton they and Mila, you also mean. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, they, yeah. Like, if someone's in the fucking Scientology church, they're bonkers. Like, I don't yeah. even think these two are, like, my opinion, yeah. credible as, like, I don't think we Character should be looking to them. No, yeah. because if they've yeah. got anything to do with the Scientology church, they're insane, in my yeah. opinion. Like, yeah. I just think that they're, it's beyond even, like, you know, one, they've done, I think they've completely in the wrong yeah. but i'm also like the fact that scientology has anything to do with this means that everyone involved is corrupt and fucked in yeah 100 oh, so, it would like, have been swept under the rug including and these more two. shit has as well yeah um yeah what they like i feel like it's it's such a like those two like ashton and Mila, like they're not fucking inherently evil bad people for what they've done it's just like dumb and tactless and mm-hmm. and you know like uh, potentially kind of like cruel to the victims of this kind of crime and just like you know it doesn't take away from the good things they've done and selfish I think yeah and so but it also just sort of calls into question like uh, I guess a element of sort of judgment and ability to like empathize and make I don't know good decisions (laughs) it was just a really fucking stupid bizarre unnecessary sort of thing to do but yeah um have you got anything else to say Nah, should we move on? Yeah. Okay. Olivia Rodrigo released a brand new album called Guts and it's been quite well received and slash reviewed. And also apparently she's in a feud with Taylor Swift, which you're going to have to explain because I forgot about that. Um, We're now going to discuss our thoughts on the album slash the feud. Hannah, thoughts? I love it. I, yeah, I really like it. I think she's, um, I really there's two songs on it that I really like. There's one called Get Him Back. Yeah. It's like, I want to get him back. And then there's also um, Bad Idea, right? Which yeah. is like, anyway, what I like yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. What I like about it is I think she's been way, it's just more, way more creative, I think, yeah. than her first album. And I think she's also veered away from, um, I think this this is just naturally what happens for artists, but I think what we had a big criticism of with Sour was that it was pretty um, – what's like the word one again? Note. One note or something. One note, but also, like, it it borrowed from – Oh, like quite derivative. Taylor Swift. Derivative, which yeah. I think is natural also as pop music pop, – like, it would be – I read a really interesting article. I can't remember where it was from, but – it would be impossible for any pop musician now to not be using Taylor Swift's style. You yeah. know, like she has had such an impact on pop and the way pop writing works now that it, it makes sense, you know. But yeah. I do, what I think about this album is that I think she's clearly finding her own voice more. Yeah. And I just think that the songs, th- those two songs in particular, I think are just more interesting. Thematically, it's more interesting. It's more yeah. mature. Um, it's a bit more diverse what she's written about. And I... I, I just actually think that's really good pop writing. So I really liked it. I, I think I agree with you in that I think that the song, like super catchy songs, very well arranged, like it, like su- like they are radio hits kind of thing. Mm-hmm. In and I love that kind of music. I cannot shake 
this idea that Olivia Rodrigo is like Ashley O. Like the real life Ashley O. Like I actually feel like she – everyone talks about industry plants and shit like that. If there's anyone in this world where I feel like I'm like shaking at prison bars going, what the fuck, how is she not an industry plant? She is like – I feel like her music to me is like so obviously like manufactured for radio. Like in a – but in a almost sort of – AI way of like how is this the girl that you're like having market this music like I watch I watched some interviews with her because I was like am I losing my mind and she's like sort of like almost like a uh, I don't know like a a high school like theater kind of kid like a truly this is going to sound really mean and I don't mean it to but like I feel like she's trying to market this sort of like sexy uh like older kind of like whatever like bad idea right is like you know fuck it it's fine like going to see the guy that my ex like whatever and I'm like she's like fully this sort of squeaky clean 14 year old and like it it feels very unnatural like someone like Billie Eilish who is the same age as her she know we know she's not 14 yeah yeah I know that but this is just how like Billie Billie Eilish who is the same age as her or like maybe one year older or something like I think sometimes like her music could could occasionally be perceived as cringe but all elements of it I'm like this is Billie this is her personality in her music this is like authentically Billie Eilish but like I just feel like the uh, Olivia Rodrigo's whole setup just seems fa- like it seems so fake. It's the aesthetic of it. Oh, I'm really? like, it's so, it's so like set up to be exactly what's cool right now. This sort of borrowing from the early 2000s, this pop punk thing, like the talking type of like ad lib, like you know what I mean, like pre, uh, what's it called pre-chorus stuff, like. I don't know that the, 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 some of the lyrics like two plus two equals five. Like that's one lyric. Like you make me feel like two plus two equals five or something at one point. And it's so like, it feels like a teenage AI Hannah Montana thing to me. And I just like freak out <laughs> when I listen to it. Cause I'm like, I actually think I'm losing my mind. I would that's start so guessing the end of lyrics before she said them because yeah. I knew exactly what it would be because it would rhyme exactly uh-huh. perfectly. And like, I don't know. Like, am I am I losing my mind? Because I know people love oh, her and it got so. well received, but she just seems like so like as a celebrity, just like so that is so, how like every song is "Don't Let Me Get Me" by Pink, but she is like not <laughs> that. Do you know what I mean? Uh huh. Anyway, like, do, I, 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 I'm losing what, my I, mind. Maybe. Do you feel like there's a mismatch between the content of her songs and the style that she's going for and then her herself? Yes. Uh, like, I'm like, yeah, like well, Billie see, Eilish I 100%. But Olivia Rodrigo, what? I've not watched what? a single video of Olivia Rodrigo. Like, I don't watch interviews with her. I yeah. not, haven't. I have no interest. So yeah, Olivia Rodrigo yeah. for me feels so – like, I've seen memes being like um, – how it feels to be above the age of 30 listening to Olivia Rodrigo yeah. and it's the mum from Freaky Friday like in the outfit <laughs> yeah, and I'm like 100% yeah. like when I listen to Olivia Rodrigo I feel old I don't yeah. feel old when I listen to Billie Eilish I don't feel it's same but Olivia Rodrigo has a sound that is very I understand what you mean because she comes across as young and it feels like it's pop for teenagers right yeah but then the content of it is quite you know a bit sexually explicit now yeah and also she's got young vibes yeah i don't know i understand i understand what you're saying that there's definitely a mismatch there between her and it doesn't it doesn't feel entirely cohesive like the whole image and her vibe and the music Uh uh-huh i get what you mean i also i also don't think lyrically she's a fucking genius like i don't i would even you being like the two plus two equals five like i've never listened to her and thought wow 
you know. Yeah. What I liked about the songs that I, you know, sort of pointed out, and if you're, I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but those two in particular, what I thought were interesting about them was that it just felt like it was just, it, it, it wasn't going where I expected them to go. Yeah, totally. And I yeah. thought Get Him Back I yeah. thought was clever because I think that it, it, ha- it was like a double entendre of like I yeah. want to get him back as in I want to be with him again but I also want to get him back as in I want to get, get back at him back yeah. at him for what he's done. And then Bad Idea Right is sort of – I just thought lyrically and sonically and everything it's, it's sort fun. of going where you're not expecting and yeah. it's fun. It's like it's, it's just it, – both of them were just fun and for me, unexpected. That's what I thought yeah. was good about them. And also different from what she's done in the past because I felt like a lot of what she's done has been pop in a way that's good but just exactly what you expect. Yeah. No, I, just, I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think that you're going insane. I totally – I'm picking up what you're putting down. I don't have that – my feelings about Olivia Rodrigo have always just been like I just feel too old. Like I yeah. just feel too old. But and I think I, I probably understand. am, and that's why I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Maybe, <laughs> but I don't necessarily, like, I understand. Because, like, you know, somebody, like, have you ever listened, have you listened to any Sabrina Carpenter? Yeah, I've heard that one the... song that she does. Nonsense? <laughs> the one where she, like, changes the lyrics at the end every time. Yeah, nonsense. The... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I quite like her. I've listened to her album a couple of times. I'm not, like, yeah. a huge fan, but I quite like her. Her, she feels, she's basically... Um, Olivia Rodrigo goes contemporary because they were both in that show, and yeah, Sabrina yeah. Carpenter was apparently who the dating other girl that other on driver's guy, license. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about her is she was bore the brunt of of what mm. happened with Olivia Rodrigo. The other thing I can't quite shake with Olivia Rodrigo is like she like she's got this squeaky clean image and stuff, but like what happened with Sabrina Carpenter, like I think would have ruined Sabrina Carpenter's life for a while. Like yeah, it's probably. pretty horrible. Yeah. So I find this whole thing like a little bit like. I'm surprised she hasn't brought up that. Not that it's her fault, but like, yeah, it's kinda, it's really. I weird. don't know. It's very Taylor Swift. Like in when Taylor Swift was eighteen, calling out Joe Jonas on <laughs> definitely. Ellen. But anyway, um, what do, do you reckon they're in a feud? Also, speaking of Taylor, no, no, I don't I just really think like. I just think that Olivia Rodrigo wanted to distance herself from her obsession with Taylor Swift because I think she yeah. spoke about her so much and she doesn't want to keep being – there were, like, three songs on her first album that she had to give writing credits yeah. to Taylor Swift to. That's where the apparent feud is because Taylor Swift demanding writer credits yeah. for songs, which yeah. I think is, like – it's very Taylor Swift. I also yeah. think, like, if she – I don't think she should have done that to a new artist. Yeah. I think it's pretty – Leave her I'd, alone. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I also read an interesting comment from someone who was saying, like, at that point when she did that, Taylor Swift was, like – um in her folklore era, so she might never have, she might not have been expecting to have big pop happen for her anymore. So she was like trying to get what she could get at the time, but not that well, that's she a, still a, had a few re-records to go, didn't she? That's true. But anyway, sorry guys. Um, there was just a pause. Hannah's now on her headphone mic, so if the quality sounds different, it's not because like I did something. Sorry, my laptop um, started dying and I don't have a spare charger. Anyway. Um, I'm just going to turn your volume up slightly on this and maybe it'll work. Okay. All right. What's next? Um, oh, you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So a few, was it like a month ago? I don't know. A couple of months ago, I think now, ago, weirdly. Yeah. Jonah Hill was accused via Instagram stories by his ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, of essentially being emotionally abusive slash like manipulative towards her, um, trying to control what she could and could not post on Instagram. Um 
she couldn't go surfing with other men and other other stuff. It was all via like text messages that he that they'd been sending each other, and she obviously just decided. I think they broke up what a year ago or something. Yeah. Like they've been broken up for a while, and she obviously just has decided to like out him as a fucking loser. Um. So yeah, what do you think of this, sir? Um, don't share your fucking private relationship shit on social media. That's it. Like, really? Yeah. I think she's really? in the wrong completely. Yeah. I reckon. What? Yep. I think everybody is a freak in relationships and I think what he did, I reckon he looks like a loser. Um, and his language is lame, the therapy talk, whatever, but he wasn't forcing her to do anything. All of his, I reread the text. Everything was saying, if you're not comfortable with something, he respects it, but it's not for him, blah, blah, blah. He's a freak. I would never defend, say that otherwise, but I do not think he deserved to have all that shit put on Blasters because he's famous. What does she get out of it? What does she get out of it? Except clout. That's it. That's all she gets. Like, it's not teaching anyone anything. It is such bullshit to say, I, I'm, I just reckon leave like why why a year later why i just reckon she was like no because i think i think that i don't mind him being out of for this because i think like i i know you're saying he she wasn't forced to do anything but i i don't think that it's about force i think it's about like being in a relationship with someone and behaving in a way that's like but I get what you're saying in terms of what's the what's the outcome, because I don't think I think he still feel he just feels like a victim now. Like I don't think that he feels like his behavior should change. I think he feels like he's been wronged from what I've seen. So yeah. I don't. I just think he's like seeing the way he was talking to her. I'm like fucking hell. Like I understand from her perspective why she wanted to do that because she probably felt really wronged by the whole thing and upset that she'd made deleted all these posts and stuff and probably been in this relationship with someone who made her feel shit about herself and just decided to out tell, him because tell your friends like it would um, i don't know i just i get what you mean but i i kind of i kind of get it from her perspective like i get why she i think he's like because i do think it's like emotional abuse like the way that he was oh i don't think i don't think so i think like i reckon it's so that's i that's like such a like i don't know to me that's a long bow to draw because the way like and i i went back and reread them and like he is being like so lame in terms of being like my boundaries are this this and blah 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 but it's not like he's not like threatening to kill himself if she doesn't delete the (laughs) post off do you know what I mean like it's not actual like I think he's just being kind of like probably trying being a bit of a sort of weird jealous maybe a little bit manipulatory that's not a word um but like I also I I don't know I think a little bit manipulative I feel like it's like it's very, I think you can call it manipulative. Yeah, I, I just like don't – I don't know why. I just don't think it's like that crazy bad because also like keep in mind like the really? fucking and shit like, people it's say. Like shaming and... your girlfriend for wearing a th- – like it's just like – I don't know. I just feel like it's – the fact that she put up with it, I'm just like fucking hell. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I don't have I, – I, I don't know what – I feel like it's not that – bad and I feel like it's actually worse to air out this like relationship dirty laundry that isn't even actually like kind of dirty laundry in a way I, I just find I actually find that grosser 
to be honest. I think that's a massive betrayal. Yeah, of like trust. Like I think it's like, well, what's stopping him from sharing like fucking sexts that she sent him? Like what's the, where's, like I I feel like. Because I think the difference is that he, the way that he's, he was behaving poorly. But and I, I, I think I, that's I objective. Think the way that I don't was, know. I don't know. I think the way that he was behaving, I think my view of how he was behaving was a lot worse than how you think it was because I yeah. think that's fucked. Like I think that he was being I don't know. Like, I, gross towards her. Like I but think that like, why does he have fucked. to be held and to he public know, account? Like for being Yeah, I guess. Because I think he like I think what's unfortunate about it is like I would hope that he learns that that speaking like that to your partner is like not right i think it's really wrong and just he obviously has some fucking weird views of like and obviously deeply deeply insecure like yeah all that screams is how insecure he is but i just think that the i get i guess i get what you mean in terms of like the outcome is not that he's going to change his ways if anything i think the the men who would probably be so really itchy ear one sec the men who would be behaving like that are probably going to view this and go and double down because they're yeah. like, well, now, now feminists publicly shaming men. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's not going to be actually, it's not going to have a, any kind of outcome that's like. Yeah. Gonna, I don't know. I just think like when you think about like orders. fights between couples and whatnot, like people say some pretty fucked up stuff to one another like all the time. I don't know. Like you don't know what – it's so selective. Like you have no idea what she may have said to him that could be – I just feel like when in that shit, you just don't don't make it a pro, like public thing. I really feel like it's like – I don't know. I find it unnecessary um, mm. and pretty much only like self-serving clout-wise – Anyway, I, I guess I, I'm ha- I, I'm I happy guess. to like agree to disagree, obviously, but yeah, I just don't. Yeah, know yeah, why. no, but I, I guess also, I, I suppose on that note, I think I understand the the feeling of like that there, sh- there is an agreement that you kind of make with your partner that those conversations that you have with them will be private, and I think that you would hope, especially if you're a celebrity, that that yeah that stays private. I mean, maybe she just felt like she couldn't get. She was probably it's I just reckon was probably so angry and frustrated at how she was treated and has has realized how bad it was. Yeah. And has then feels like that's the only way she can get sort of the validation and confirmation of how wrong it was by publicly shaming him, which is not necessarily the right way thing yeah. to do. But that's sort of I it I get what you mean though. It is a it's a I don't know. Yeah, think of your worst, your worst things you've done in those situations, and then someone just fucking posting it on. You just be like, "Come on." Yeah. Anyway, we can move on. And I guess private text messages. Yeah. Yeah. You Um, kind of go. That's that. Surely, it's not like she just outed him as being bad. She like posted the text message. Yeah. 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 I feel um, like I'm coming around <laughs> to to that to what you're saying. I feel yeah, like I just that's like, the part that I actually find quite like yeah. it's quite quite a betrayal, I think. But anyway, mm-hmm. okay. After months of rumors and a reasonable amount of disbelief from the public public at large, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet went public with their relationship and have attended several events together, including a Beyonce concert and the U.S. Open. Hannah, thoughts on the new couple? Love it. It's perfect. Chef's kiss PR, yeah. Christiana, like, yeah. absolutely perfect. I just, 
I love no, it. No, I, no notes. Like, nah, it's so perfect. I feel like they would actually yeah. weirdly be a perfect match. Not even weirdly. I think they are a perfect match. Like, I just, there's nothing. And people are like, what would they even real? talk? Yeah, I do think it's real. You do? Okay. Yeah. I don't even really have an opinion on whether it's real or not. I don't mind yeah. either way. <laughs> I'm so happy for them. I feel like they'd have so much fun together. Kylie's funny and fun. Timothy's like smart and like kind of young and funny. And like, I don't know. I just think that they would just like be laughing all the time. And it's so random in the best way. Like yeah. it's a little just like, oh, I was not, I did not see this coming. And it's exactly, thank you. Yeah. It's so good. You know, I'm really, you. really happy for them. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Moving on. Yeah. So Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have divorced. Um, it started with the TMZ announcement or like not an announcement, but the, a, a source said they divorced or had, that Joe Jonas had filed for divorce. And then they both confirmed it via Instagram. And then after that happened on Instagram, they said it was amicable, blah, blah, blah. And then after that happened, Joe Jonas, like sources from his camp started like coming out and saying that part of the reason is because Sophie Turner parties too much and goes out and parties too much. And also that like, for the past few months, the kids have been with him while he's been touring and she's been over in the UK. And it feels like also there was a ring camera thing, <laughs> something about a ring camera. And so there's been all this stuff that sort of clearly they're different teams trying to like negatively spin how... Against the other one or whatever, yeah. That happened and then she, obviously her team came back and there was sources that had said that he was, I, I don't know, something something about him i can't even remember what it was it was started with him doing it to her though which is well have you seen the latest today no taylor swift and her step out for dinner in new york stop yeah like her publicist really went we're we're actually gonna we're no we're doing it we're going the whole nine yards yep this is it this is there like black hawk down like we're doing the like that would be I imagine ground zero for publicists would be calling in the Taylor Swift dinner, um, yeah. especially Taylor Swift obviously being an ex of Joe Jonas. Oh, it yeah. Would, oh, no, no, would, no, no, no. The, the layers of it, the publicity sort of like um, like magnum opus that this would be. Oh, it's fucking oh, crazy. so good. No, it's there. Like I actually truly think like the agencies that represent, the agency that represents Sophie Turner would have that. They would have been like, blow it up. Girls, blow it up. Like it would be a big framed photo in the fucking <laughs> middle. They'd be like, this is the best we've ever done. Like it would be huge. Anyway. Um, yeah. I just feel like the really only thing I have to say about this whole thing is like, it's kind of funny, like classic public split, but like don't get married at fucking however old she was, like 24. Yeah. Like, I just, after a whirlwind romance, like, that's it, really. Yep. <laughs> like. I also think it's unfortunate that, like, they're kind of clearly bad-mouthing each other. Yeah, it's sad. Like, yeah, because they seem really happy. And, like, yeah. for them to have posted it was an amicable split, I reckon she didn't see it coming. Like, I don't. Because really? he filed for divorce, and I reckon, because she posted, like, a photo of them, like. Not that long ago, yeah. Hand. A few weeks ago. Yeah. And he hasn't posted her in a while. Like, I reckon... It's fucking wild. she's been away in England. Because usually people are separated for, like, sometimes years before they actually file for divorce. Bizarre. Yeah. So, anyway, I kind of think she didn't see it coming. Um, Maybe. But I also just think it's unfortunate, like, here's people trying to spin that she goes out all the time and shit. Also, it's, like, 
she said in interviews previously that she's like a massive homebody and he's like the social butterfly and she, like yeah that she really struggles to keep up with him so it's like i don't know i just think it's unfortunate if it's they're very actually messy. trying to yeah anyway yeah no i agree um okay quick word from our sponsor This episode of The Second Estate is proudly brought to you by our own egos. We simply could not resist the temptation to get a little injection of relevance once more and record another episode after a very lengthy and emotional goodbye. Um, And thank you for listening if you are. It's good for us. (laughs) Facts. Um, And our egos. All right. Because we can't resist. Demi Lovato is back with a new album that is literally just re-recordings of old songs, of her old songs. Sorry, not re-recordings, remixes. She's also now sober, sober. Are they not re-recordings? Yeah, like they're, they're, but yeah, they are, but like it's like remix version. It's not like re-recordings like Taylor Swift is re-recording. Like it's not for master's purposes. Yes, she has. Yeah, yeah, but she has, it's not like, it's not like they're the original songs remixed. She has gone back. She has gone back into the studio. Yes, sorry. I just was trying to make it uh, clear so that people didn't think this was a, she's trying to get her music back. No, no, no. But she's got a reason. No, she, no, this is just, anyway, she's also sober, sober, not California sober. And she's back to using she pronouns. So don't yell at me for saying she, because it's right now. Thank you. Anyway, Hannah, um, thoughts? Well, originally when you told, because I hadn't been keeping up with Dem Dem. Yeah. You, you told me about this and I was like, oh, she re-recorded because she's doing a master's thing. And you were like, no, (laughs) like she, like, I feel like a lot of people would think, oh, maybe she's re-recording for, like, you know, there'd be a reason, but she's mm-hmm. actually just re-recording. I wonder if she owns them. But anyway, like, the fact that she's just given up on releasing original music and is now releasing rock versions of – or actual rock versions of – oh, punk rock, yeah. Anyway, versions yeah. of her original music is, like, the performance of her at the VMAs. <laughs> just – I'm just – I feel like she's just throwing spaghetti at a wall she, at this yeah. point. Yeah. She's seeing she's what's going like, to stick. I just, it's weird with her because, like, also, she's been through so much. Like, yeah. she really, our girl has been through, I, I have a uh, YouTube comment, which we know we love, which I sent to you the other day. <laughs> um, hang on one sec. A quick reminder. Demi had three strokes, a heart attack, she's partially blind, suffered hearing loss after her OD, and has constant body shakes. This woman came out of that situation barely alive, barely alive, but is still capable of delivering such performances and said some other shit. But when you read that, you're like, fuck, she said, like, oh. her body has been through so much. I feel like for her, I mean, she's obviously still a fucking fantastic singer. Yes, but I, I think, you know, she, I think what she went through probably prevented her from getting to a point of music success that she probably could have reached. Yeah if she'd been able to continue her career in a particular way. But mm-hmm. I just think she went so off the rails and it's also had all of these like personal scandals, not yeah. th- that stuff, but like the fro-yo yogurt thing yeah. and like just doing shit that's just like, oh, babe, stop. Yeah. Like the aliens, like, like ma- the aliens, like making stuff that's made her seem unlikable. Yeah. But I think has fucked with her career beyond even that stuff. Yeah. So I just think she's just at this point where she's just like doing 
I don't know what she's doing. No, I think it's literally is. It's actually really sad, but I think it's like she's just never going to be a chart-topping artist or the chart-topping artist she maybe had the promise to be. Um, yeah, you know, she five, have. ten years ago, totally when she had like confident and cool for the summer, which are all these songs that she's done rock versions of. Um, and I don't know and if you've listened the other to one? them. She did a song with um with that band, and it's like um I do it so love. Oh yeah, so yeah, love, yeah. So I want to fucking whoop, banger. Whoop. I love. I love that song. But yeah, I like the party. It's yeah. really yeah. good. And as you know, Great La La voice. Land like, is the best song of all time. Is um, La La Land going to be on the recording? It is. Yeah. <gasps> okay. La La Land rock version. Um, and so you that, knew I was I on board. I it's not Taylor's version or Demi's version. It's rock version. Rock version. And also it's Skyscraper. Released, skyscraper rock version. Yes, Hannah. Yes. No, it's got oh, organs. Organs in it. And I literally, it actually okay. felt like they let me control the mix because I was like, bring in the, I would literally bring in the organs to skyscraper. Me and Holly used to have this joke. This is not going to be funny to anyone else, but do you remember at school in like year, when we were in the year 11 or 10 or 11, there was this like, I don't know if it was true, but there was this rumor that was spread that the like year 12 um, music singing teacher accidentally taught all the students the wrong syllabus and they ended up going to their like music exam where you had to like sing in front of like the you know panel or whatever and they hadn't they were just singing random songs not ones from the syllabus that like you had to pick from specifically happened or there was a rumor well there was a rumor that it happened i don't know if it did someone Uh will know um and we were just holly and i to this day still find it so funny to think about what if you went in and you sang skyscraper by demi lovato and they just looked at you with a complete blank look because like and you kind of like did sort of minor prop things like like a made of paper and just like sort of dropped a piece of paper on the ground like just something like that just like and just i don't know why but i've just always found it such a funny vision and that's what that song reminds me of um but anyway the 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 re-recordings themselves are i feel like they've not been processed the symbol seems to be just like bashing and crashing around on the drums like there's no tomorrow i don't really it sounds awful i will say the sound of her live performance was horrible awful it was awful not not the like not her singing or anything. It was just the sound yeah. production was terrible. Like I was like, ah, like it was, yeah. it was just, you couldn't hear anything and yet you could hear so much. Like it was it's, just yeah, so weird. Exactly right. And they're like pub um, covers of her own songs that were good to begin with. Like what yeah. is going on? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that's just what happens when like she's trying to do anything, as you said, throwing something at the wall and seeing what's going to stick. Um, yeah. Poor thing. God love her. All right, should we move on? Yeah. God love her. Yeah. We're pro Demi here. As oh, um, love her. So Scooter Braun, everyone has dropped him, um, like all of his uh, <laughs> talent, essentially. Um, yeah. So this includes as a manager. Justin Bieber as a manager. Um, inc- I don't think Ariana Grande has been actually confirmed. Right. Um. So I'm not sure how alleged this all is. But anyway, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, and then earlier in the year there was also Adina Menzel. I think also Bad Bunny. Yeah. Jay Balvin. One of them. Yeah. One One of them. And then um, there was something with the kid Leroy, but I think he re-signed last year. Anyway. And so there's sort of been all these people being like, that's your karma, bitch, because of what happened with Taylor Swift or whatever. But I think there's – I think he's having like a restructure of his company. So I don't know if it's necessarily that they've all dropped him as a manager, but that like he's now stepping up as, as to see into the CEO position of 
called Hive America or something. Yeah. And so he will no longer be directly managing artists. He's going to be like higher up in the company. So yeah. it's it's sort of there's I think there's a lot of stuff around people being like, oh my god, why have all these artists dropped him? Like, is he? Yeah. Yet? You know, because he's got a lot of like, obviously with the Taylor Swift thing, but he has a rep. So. Yeah, I feel like uh, oh. well, I literally I didn't even know that, but I wrote down being like, I feel like maybe he's just moving on from personal management, and that's yeah. why. And they're like going to they don't want to be with another random, so they're going and signing to other management because like yeah. they don't want to just get handballed off to scooters next in line or whatever. The one thing I randomly read about this that has nothing to do with this, I just found interesting when Scooter did the whole masters buying thing. I didn't know this. You probably will. Um, of Taylor Swift's Masters, um, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, and Demi Lovato all got sh- a cut of the shares out of the sale of those Masters because they all have shares, yeah, in Scooter Braun Management or whoever the fuck. Yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. Mm, very interesting. God, you'd be fucking livid if you were yeah. Taylor Swift. Imagine that, like Demi Lovato got some sort of payout from your fucking Masters sale. <laughs> Anyway, um, shall we keep going? I think what's so yes. Oh, sorry, no. Um, go ahead if you want. To. No, I just think what's so funny with the tales of my like I've been thinking about it when I was doing the notes for this. For her, like, imagine because the reason that they sold that old mate sold Big Machine Records, right, yeah, is, like it was all in her masters. There was no, nothing else was worth any like yeah. her music is worth so much money. Her entire catalog. I just think to know for her that you've just got like all of your work. It's just being sold between people, these Literally. guys who had nothing to do with it yeah. and knowing that, like, it, like I really do understand her frustration. It would be horrible, yeah. Just that your work, you have, you're having to let go of your work and not, like, even though she's, I think it's a really interesting and cool thing that what she's done recording her entire back catalogue and it's really enjoyable for everyone, it's still not quite the same as her being able to own her original work. Like, I don't know. It's just, I think it's really... It's just interesting and frustrating. It is. So, yeah. It is. Should we move on? Sorry. Yeah. So, speaking of Ariana Grande, she oh, um, has divorced her, now. her husband. <laughs> who cares? Her husband um, <laughs> of like a year or something, Dalton, um, and is apparently now going out with her co-star in Wicked, who is presumably playing a munchkin, I would say. His name is Ethan Slater. <laughs> um he allegedly left He's his pregnant. I think like the Tin Man, isn't he? <laughs> like, no, not the Tin Man. <laughs> I don't think the Tin Man's in Wicked. Wicked? Nah, it's Mr. Tumnus. You're thinking of the one that turns into a goat. Like he's not. His name isn't actually Mr. Tumnus, but there's. I don't think the Tin Man's in Wicked. Maybe I don't fucking know. Anyway, okay. He, you're thinking like the Wizard of Oz. The Tin Man is in. Yeah, um, I know, but I thought anyway. I'm gonna just. I'm just going to clarify who Ethan Slater is. He is who he's Ethan. playing. Surely he's not playing the love interest. Like, no, he's not. He's playing uh, Bok, who like who is in love with her, in love with Glinda. Oh, I don't but fucking Glinda know. Doesn't... Mm. Oh, I don't fucking know. Anyway, he allegedly left his pregnant wife or he just had a baby with her or something to be with Ariana Grande. Um, And the whole thing is quite baffling um, for one really specific reason. Uh, um, I'll just say it. She's always danced on the line of loving sort of an odd or ugly adjacent looking man, but she has crossed the line with this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It feels mean, but it's like, what? It's crazy. Like, I, even looking at him, I'm like, 
What? Like, you're Ariana Grande. I know. But I think with Ariana Grande, because I think the other thing that happened with this that was so, you know, dramatic was that she has, like, a history of, like, allegedly dating men who are in relationships (laughs) or, like, stealing boyfriends and shit um, or cheating on her boyfriends. There's, like, all of this kind of stuff around that. Um, So this whole thing just was, like, a nail in the coffin or an additional thing to add into the mix of her, you know, apparently cheating with – and, like, the the ex-wife – or not even ex-wife, I think they're still married – has, like, come out and said basically that, yeah, that she – Found Still out that husband. he was cheating. They tried to make yeah that they tried to make it work, and then he's now left her and newborn. I'm like <sighs> also, Ethan Sweetie, like you're an idiot. Like Ariana well, Grande is not going to hang out for long. Like as soon as the filming's done, it's bye. she's going to love you and like, leave you. Gonna, you yeah, yeah, you got. I mean, I, at the same time, I guess he's probably like, I'll never I'm get this gonna, opportunity again. <laughs> I'll never get this again. So I'm just going to be along for the ride while it lasts. Yeah, and then. Which I sort of get, but also like, sweetie, like she's not. You've you know her track record. Like this yeah. is this is not the long haul. No, she's um yeah, and I mean a really refrain. Has a habit... Sorry, Sorry, go ahead. She just really has a habit of like, even like how after a month of dating Pete Davidson, she wanted to they were going to get married. Yeah, engaged. and like, or she married Dalton Goat. Like she just has a habit of like. Getting, getting really serious, serious, yeah, very quickly, yeah, and then, yeah, like no hate, it happens, but I'm also just like I feel like surely you'd after like a little while go like, mm. well, is Ethan Slater really the one? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is yeah. he even really? Yeah, like he's just left his newborn baby, you because you're filming Wicked and like, like really? Yeah, I mean, SpongeBob, like okay, he's famous for context for playing SpongeBob on Broadway. On Broadway. He's, I've watched a video of the song and he's it's funny as fuck, but he's very yeah. good. Yeah, like I'm sure he is. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to say one little thing because I can't help myself. She's really the Rachel Dolezal of music. Um, that? Look her up. Um, okay. No. <laughs> uh, just a lady who. Oh, the one who pretended to be black? Yeah. Because she, because, wait, because. Because Ariana, Ariana seems, like, she just seems to be constantly sort of changing ethnic denominations. Oh, yeah, like ethnic, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. she does. She just, like, she's now white again. Yeah, literally. Like, she was Korean for a while, as I've claimed for a long time. Oh, anyway. She really, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, I have something I want to say after this that's fucking funny, but I won't say it right now. Okay. Um. Anyway, oh, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, uh, I completely forgot to listen to Addison Rae's new EP, and we're talking that bra- about it, it now. It breaks my heart that I forgot. Just for me as a fan, and for you as a fellow Addison Stan, I it's can just, just listen to it now. <laughs> I make everyone city of fifteen. Well, it only goes for about fifteen minutes, and listen to it. No, no, it's fine. Well, you've you've heard the main I've listened ones. To, I've obviously heard Obsessed, yeah, which I loved, yeah, and then I've also heard the Charlie XX, yeah. Um, Collab, which that, is that's really what I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, okay. Well, that yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I just you go. Uh, I feel like she something like sort of looking at it as a holistic thing. It's it is like an EP. Some of them like 
are a little bit verging on maybe feeling like sort of demos or just like good demos kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But she, this girl, Hannah, she's fucking got something. Like we yeah. were right all along. We were right all along. We are on record talking about her. She is – this is the thing. The disconnect – these songs are super like kind of poppy, definitely like you know you know she hasn't written them. Like um, mm-hmm. it's it's sort of – yeah, that, that, I don't know, manufactured pop that you might um, like associate with sort of someone like Katy Perry or th- like those kind of people early days. Um, I'm listening. I'm just going to ha- look up the EP now. No, that's okay. But I'm just saying like even despite all that, I find her music infinitely more believable than Olivia Rodrigo's music coming from her, which is the part that I feel like so – like I'm just like – I feel like Addison, like the songs are like kind of like – you know, like it's all like obsessed, like that kind of vibe, but you know, and it kind of checks out coming from her. The Charlie XCX collab is fucking great. It's a great track. I love that. I it's really that good. I, um, it's really fucking good. I think she is gonna have a illustrious career as a pop artist. We love Addison. From what I've heard, I loved Obsessed. Also, when she did that performance, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy. It was Kimmel, good, like, obviously. I fucking loved that. Yeah. And people gave her so much shit for the dances and stuff. I'm like, I yeah. thought she was amazing. I, I think agree. she's so good. I agree. And also what I kind of love about the album cover as well is like the fact that she's quite literally blowing bubblegum, like bubblegum yeah. pop. Yeah. Which I feel like it's just chef's kiss. Um, yeah, I really liked To Die For as well. Obsessed, I fucking loved. It's, yeah, it's, it is exactly what it is and it's not trying to be anything else. Yeah. Um, and Charlie sort of co-signing it, I love as well because I do too. she... She knows. Yeah. You know what I mean? She knows as well. Like she's yeah. a fucking tastemaker and she knows. So exactly. I, I agree. Um, and just also as a whole, Addison Ray like releasing the EP, um, I love as well because it, it got leaked, right? And I don't think yeah. she's ever going to actually release it. No, she was just going to sit on this. Yeah. And I love that crazy. she decided to release it. Yeah. So. I'm excited for like the proper album. Really excited. Do you think she will release one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming. Addison Ray is coming. Abby. Okay. Guys, we're nearly done. We've only got a couple oh, more. Oh, am I doing it? Sorry. My bad. I was just sitting here waiting for you to speak. We just like, like we just have moments of silence in the podcast like now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. A month or two ago, Bella Hadid posted this massive Instagram dump with all these photos of random test results and her with various types of drips in her arm with a lengthy caption describing her battle with Ill- illness, quote unquote, namely Lyme's disease. Lyme disease. Lyme's? Lyme. Which one? Lime. There was a lot of backlash to this for the apparent vagueness and oddness of posting your medical records to Instagram. Um, Hannah, thoughts on Bella's post, which I believe she's now edited to take the medical records out because I distinctly remember the fucking test results in in the post. Unless I've got like, what's it called when you have like a fake, the butterfly effect or something? No, that's not it. Is it? Wait, say that again. When you have a fake memory. The Mandela effect. The the Mandela effect. Oh, butterfly effect is when you like go back in time. and Yeah, you change something and whatever. Yeah, no, the Mandela effect. Yeah, no, Um, she's definitely, because it's not in there because you told me about this post and then. Yeah. um, Does does anyone else remember? Because I know there were fucking test results or like lists of her symptoms and shit, like medical reports. She's always done this though, like posted photos of her in various states of Mm. illness. Mm. Um, but you, I, what did you make the point 
you made a point about how like no one living in the south ha- get, ha- has what they've always no grown someone up there was like a, t- a comment on it or something that said yeah. that yeah you read um that I read yeah you were reading it to me I thought you said it anyway oh. um that like people have grown up in the south um their whole lives where there's heaps said, of I don't get it one bacteria is caused by deer ticks other by cat scratch and as perhaps the third tick do how do you get it all at once Oh, here we go. It's interesting how so many celebs get Lyme disease, but I've lived in the South my whole life. My friends and I have pulled ticks off, ticks off us since childhood and no one around here has ever got Lyme disease. And look, this is not to like, it, I feel mean being like, mm. she's not actually sick. I'm sure she is, mm. but it's like, it is interesting. Sorry if you can hear my stomach making noises, by the way. But anyway, no, I, can't. I think it is, you know, it's talking. it does seem like you a lot of it to speak. celeb. Yeah. Hello. Um, like a budgie. Yeah, for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I feel, I do feel for her that she's like, that she's struggling and I don't want to like discredit that she's sick, but you know, it is, it does seem like even just the fact that she's clearly extremely thin and eating disorders are rampant in the modeling industry. So it sort of, sort of begs the question of like, what is this actually? And what does this mean? And is it? Because Lyme disease, there is a lot of controversy around it as, as mm. to whether it's a real. My stomach is literally making so many noises. Um, yeah, as to whether it's like a legitimate. It's it's the tick because it's meant. It's sorry, not Lyme disease itself, but chronic Lyme. Yes, yeah. you, Lyme disease is something you get from tick bites, but usually they you recover. You just take antibiotics and Lyme, it's over. Yeah. Some yeah something like that, but when you get chronic Lyme, it's when it's this where you you know you're chronically sick, um, but it's medically, I don't think agreed upon whether basically whether or not it actually it's exists real. So, and the symptoms are sort of like tiredness like i don't know like headaches fatigue and shit. yeah um and i just feel like it's only does seem to impact celebrities with like serious drug and alcohol um issues or eating disorders um or by and large it does right. um and there's a really uh yolanda hadid and oh, anwar hadid um, oh well, of course. Mm, How do they all the have tick it? bit all of them at one time? That's insane. Yeah, like that's um, that Justin Bieber. Sense. I feel Sorry. like maybe also had it. No, he has an actual thing. He has like he no. The... There was a while where he had Lyme, but yes, he has some other thing. Yes, now, but I think he did he have. There the... was some limey thing at some point with him. Um, what? Yeah. I mean, anyway, he clearly, actually has. I'm pretty sure. He had the, his face went like completely. Yeah, it was really weird. No, I think um, I think like honestly that people and like probably often happens to people who sort of are very rich and famous who sort of live in these odd worlds where everything is accessible all the time and there's there is nothing yeah. to them that is un- – if nothing is unattainable, you sort of cr- create – a reality where you 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 fabricate obstacles almost I know this sounds weird but this is like truly what I believe and I think like for someone like Bella or whatever like it it gives it they derive some sort of purpose from like constant illness and like they almost feel compelled to continue with like the tests and the tiredness and the merry-go-round of it all and the sort of exhaustion and the uh like whole parade of it um it's something to like center that their life around which i don't think it's a conscious thing i think it becomes a subconscious thing for many people when they sort of delve into these illnesses it becomes obsessive almost whereas like you or i may have similar symptoms 
because of our we got our period or you know people may have similar Uh symptoms because they're not eating properly and whatnot but because we don't sort of have like we have lifestyles that have natural obstacles um i.e like needing to go to work to you know make money to then buy food and shit like it's like I feel like maybe that's how it snowballs. It's sort of a slow thing that ends up happening and becomes like a fixation. I don't know. That's the only like uh, thing I can think of. Yeah, I feel – and I, I get so worried about this stuff because I don't want to like discredit that she's sick or that she's yeah. struggling. I believe she is probably quite ill but maybe not from a yes. tick. Or also that, like that, that, like you said, like the the posting this stuff and wanting to have a struggle and wanting to have yeah. a something to kind of wanting to have a struggle is like mm. something that you can point to that's made your life harder. I think yeah. because they live a life of such privilege, and also because she is probably really struggling with something. It's just it's like yeah, I I agree. I I just think it's like it, it's. And then when you read the captions that she posts and they just sort of say nothing. Nothing, I know. Like they it's just say nothing. And yeah. it's like, what am I what are we actually doing or saying here? What's actually wrong with you? Like it's it's, it's just sort of this odd kind of like incoherent. It, yeah, it's know. this it's this sort of umbrella of illness with no specificity. Mm-hmm. Um and also and just like, like illness why? is the, is the Illness is like the experience. Like I, yes. I, I don't know. No, yeah, it's literally it's like, like it's, it's like the, being like, yeah, it's like I'm ill as sort of like a permanent state, state of like, being. yeah, it's very, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think um, as well, the public posting of it is also quite an odd thing to do. Lots like photos and yeah, of you being very sick. I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm, I guess people argue awareness, but I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think people are pretty aware also, of like, if, illness. Yeah, and also, like, clearly, like, yeah, there's no accepted clinical definition for chronic Lyme disease. Um, this is from, I think, hang on, I mean, that's 2015. But, yeah, I think it's, like, it's used to diagnose um, a wide variety of things. It's, anyway. Yeah. But we should move on. But, yeah, it's, it's yeah. yeah. Anyway. To finish off, Leah Michelle finished her run on Funny Girl um, to obviously great fanfare and celebration. And she also, um, I don't know if we managed, did we talk about this, how they, what's the, what happens when a, when a production like not breaks even, but they may recoup their costs? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we did. And like, I'm not sure. Well, that happened. They announced that. And I, they don't always announce it. It doesn't happen, but it also doesn't happen that often. So like yeah. just the fact that they managed to recoup their costs was this huge thing because um, obviously for the beginning of the run, it was Beanie Feldstein and it was not. Yeah. Um, but basically that shows that Leah Michelle coming in managed to make so much money for them that despite them running at a loss when Beanie Feldstein was on, they managed to still profit from this yeah. production. Yeah. is a testament to how successful her casting was. So, yeah. Yeah. And our it, queen's done. Phenomenal. Uh, what an effort. A triumph. Um, a tr- real, real triumph. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think she's completely redeemed her image, to be honest. I think she's, she sh- yeah. I'm, I'm proud of her. I'm proud of Leah. I really am. I agree. What do you think she, next for our girl? She's apparently doing a Broadway show, another Broadway show. Oh. 
Well, she mentioned like, something like that, but I reckon it'll be an orig- something original. Like it'll be, you know, something different. Maybe not. I'm not sure. But A new show. Yeah. Really proud of her. That's a good idea, I think, because she's been in obviously a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Do something new. All right. Very happy for her. All right, sure. guys. Almost done. We're going to do our favorite segment, which is how much would I have to pay you, and then we're going to finish up. So. Okay. Um, Hannah, how much would I have to pay you to invite your new friends in Scotland over for dinner and insist on singing a cappella the entirety of I Still Call Australia Home when they're just about to eat? <laughs> when they're just about to eat. And if they question it, just be like, oh, we just like kind of do this at home. I mean, I've I could definitely play that off to as like. Cities. Can I make it a joke? No. No. Like it's almost like saying grace, but you're just singing and you make the whole table listen to you just sing this whole song. It's a beautiful song. I cry every time I hear it. But no matter how far. You're making the listeners relive it. Um, I know. Yeah. Anyway. uh, And I can't explain that it was a Yeah. No. The usual rules. Yeah. I'm 20 grand. 20 Australian dollars. 20,000 really? Australian dollars, sorry. You wouldn't do it yeah. for like $1,000? No, because I, would, I wouldn't ever be able to explain that it was a joke mm. and I did it for money. That's fair really enough. embarrassing. Yeah, it All is really of my new friends, yeah. like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe 10K. No, probably 20K, like, honestly. Fair enough. All right. Uh, how much would I have to pay you to go through the process of auditioning for Funny Girl on Broadway? Like, you have to properly go through the process of seriously auditioning to play Beanie, uh, Beanie Feldstein, to play um, Fanny Bryce on. I feel like the thing is it wouldn't even be that bad because I would not get through any single, like I wouldn't be getting callbacks. I'd go to the audition and uh-huh. then they'd never call me back. Like, Oh, that's true. Um, so you have like, to do like the dance. You have to do the dance audition, the singing audition, the acting, like the whole thing. Yeah. You're like properly going to be going to the audition. You have to go to New York. You have to prep. Yeah. I guess it probably like. 15 grand because then that's like my New York covered, like the embarrassment covered plus some spending money. Okay. Yeah. And then you get to have a little holiday in New York. Yeah, exactly. Um, How much would I have to pay you to wear thongs everywhere in winter? Like instead of like your usual like main footwear option, which for you is usually like your Bonstones, like you kind of wear those most days. Like you wear thongs. Like that's just your thing. You just wear thongs. Scottish winter? I think my I would get hypothermia here. It's fucking freezing. Yeah. So winter's like nine months here. Like it's fucking cold. Okay. Um, well, you can do it by Australian winter standards. Yeah, like Australian Melbourne winter. Winter's different. But like you're still wear wearing socks? the thongs. Mm, no. Can I wear socks? No. Look, it's not even the style thing. It's just how it's cold the practicality. my feet Yeah. 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 Just imagine being in a cafe, Hannah, working in a cafe and wearing thongs in the middle of winter, like jeans and thongs. You're it's not allowed so to. You have to. fucking Hang on, funny. You actually, like, I wouldn't be able to because you have to wear closed toed shoes in hospitality. Like, it's I wouldn't just be allowed to. So funny. Yeah, well, it I guess. It would be insane. Yeah, 20 grand. I'm going to say 20 grand again. Really? That's not even that much. Yeah, because, like, Fair re- enough. good money, but, you know, for like three months to just have to wear shoes like that every day. It'd be annoying. Yeah. But if I knew I was getting a 20K cash injection on top of my usual wage, then yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. How much do I have to pay you to enter a hairdressing competition? Flights paid to London, but you have to let the hairdresser do whatever they want to your hair. Like you, you have to, exactly what I'm doing, but you have to, like I am, 
just surrender and let them do whatever they want to your hair. Like similar to what I'm having done to my hair. Can I tell people that's what I'm doing? Like if the hair looks fucked at the end? Yeah. Yeah. $50,000? You would have to be paid fifty thousand dollars to do what I'm doing. Right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Keeping in mind, That's I've funny. never dyed my hair, ever. That's God. We live such different lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, like, it would. I would like. You never. You have to do that before you die. I will dye my hair when I go grey. You okay? You're not curious. Um, no, I don't want to because I feel like my hair is so healthy. And it because really because I've never Same. dyed it, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, but yeah, but your hair maybe does, twenty thousand, like, maybe twenty thousand. You have strong hair, which I think you'd probably do. Your yeah. hair does recover. Like I, my hair after it, I bleached it years ago, it just grows back, and then eventually you cut off the bleach bits in it. Yeah, maybe twenty thousand. Anyway. Okay. How much would I have to pay you to get really into a niche fantasy book series and post about it heaps and dress up as the character and go to book signings and be like friends like on forums and stuff with all the other fans and go to like the conventions and that type of thing? I have to post about it as well. Yeah, like you're just like at – How long am I doing this for? Like when can I stop doing it? I don't know, a couple of years. Like you're just like into the fantasy series. Maybe there's like A couple of years. Well, yeah, because the author is going to be releasing new books, so you've got to go to the new book signing. It's a niche series. It's not Harry Potter. Like, I would have to like two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, fair enough. Honestly, maybe more. Like, that's a full time fucking. Job. I don't want to do that. That's like no, taking it's, away it's time. It's not a full time job. It's like a hobby. <laughs> it's a lot of time though. On top of like, it's taking away time from like me being able to spend time with my actual friends. Yeah, and like do stuff I want to do outside of work. So like, yeah. probably honestly, maybe more than two hundred thousand. Yeah. It's also really so embarrassing. Maybe 300. Yeah, it's so embarrassing. Maybe yeah. 300,000. Fair enough. All right. How much would I have to pay you to pick up smoking, take up smoking and sustain it as a regular habit for like, I'm going to say a year. Like you have to just become a smoker. Well, I've become addicted to cigarettes. So that's actually like a, a long-term <laughs> effect of what would happen then. And it also like, it's also got quite negative health impacts. Let's pretend that you won't become addicted. Like you'll be able to just stop. Like this is the part of the deal is you're actually, you're whatever magic, like you're just going to be able to stop at the end of the year. Um, you won't have any trouble giving it up. And like, will I still have the health impact though, obviously of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. of smoking. Like, so it's like kind of you the just, serious you, thing to consider. Yeah. Um, pack a day. I would say pack a, a, pack a day. No, 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 no. But you're going to be, a, you're going to smoke a few cigarettes a day. Like you're a regular smoker. Like you have one in the morning with your coffee. You probably go for like a few smoke breaks throughout the day. And you just, you know how I feel about them as well. So it's just like. Also on top of that, like you have to think about like when you go to the pub or go to a, a bar, you're going to yeah, have to be one of those people that like goes into the smokers or goes outside yeah. to smoke. And you have to remember about the smoking laws because it's different here. They don't have the same laws. So it obviously for those not in the know in Melbourne, you can't smoke around people eating food. Yeah, and usually you can't even smoke in a venue unless they have a designated smoking yeah. area. So you have to actually like walk Go away outside. from the venue and smoke yeah. on the street. So it's pretty like, annoying. Realistically, like uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Fair enough. That's fair. Cigarettes it's are fucking, fucking expensive, and it's yeah. gonna have health impact. And, and just life, it's annoying. It's life. Yeah, and impact. I really don't like disgusting. it. 
Yeah, yeah they're gross. <laughs> so they, it's not vaping; they taste disgusting. Yeah, so. they are gross. I don't like it. Like it would, yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like I'd want to be like yeah. really, like I want to feel like I could spend some fucking money after that year. So yeah, fair enough. All right, it. it's been two hours. Yeah. Fuck you now. We gave the people. I mean, that's you know that makes sense. We were covering like three A months lot. worth of topics. So yeah. Well, guys, I mean, I hope you enjoyed that little surprise. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, um, and, you know, until next time, I guess. Yeah, we're not saying when that will be. be if, like, we're not giving any promises. If it, will, if it will happen, when it will happen, like, there's no. May never, but. That's for us to, yeah, we get, it's our choice, sorry. It's in the hands of the gods. Yeah, so this okay. was just a little treat for us and you. Yeah, all right. Okay. Bye. Bye.